headstand is just like, okay, now I know there's always going to be a lighter somewhere. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you get it. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Send Us Flowers. I am very excited to be here today with Matthew Noah, the cannabis conjurer, who is a magician. Yeah. You do crazy magic tricks. I do magic, and I love cannabis, and I'm trying to make find a way to make it all work together and make yeah. my dreams, dreams happen, you know? I think you're doing it, and so today I would love to talk to you about, obviously, magic, do some magic tricks. Sure. Um, I'd love to know what's in your bag because you have you have like multiple bags going on yeah. for audio <laughs> listeners. And then um, also, I'd love to talk to you about, you know, just like content. And you were super early to TikTok. Um, I feel like what you do is so cool. Like I the um, video you had where you make the joint like reappear the, and then it's like the, the fire yeah yeah, 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 yeah i was yeah, like yeah. what the what is happening <laughs> and then of course i get like things like oh that was a great edit what a cool transition and i'm like no no it's I, like that's, damn. dude isn't that a wonder <laughs> like you really it's, so tough. it's magic yeah it's not a transition it's and it's hard to kind of like tell people that through social media and, right and, that's so interesting and even if you are saying that who's going to believe you anyway of course so. <laughs> okay so i always love to start these episodes out by sending flowers so who are you sending some flowers to today I want to send some flowers to everyone who has decided to direct their life into the cannabis industry because a lot of I people don't realize that as soon as you do that, you kind of cut yourself off from a lot of things and you put a stigma around yourself. That's very true. And I know there are a lot of people whose family doesn't approve of what they do or they laugh at it or mm -hmm. they roll their eyes. Yeah. I know if you decide you want to get into the cannabis industry and then veer off somewhere else, there are a lot of opportunities that mm -hmm. aren't necessarily there for you anymore because because you've associated yourself with cannabis. Absolutely. So I think just being in the industry and being loud and proud is something to, that deserves some flowers. Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. I love that. Do, do a lot of your family know that you smoke weed by any chance? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been kind of throwing it in their faces for a long, long time. For a while now. Yeah. So they're they're accepting of it? Yeah, as much as they can be. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, what do you do with cannabis and magic? Uh, at this point, I'm trying to kind of frame things where I'm able to take brands and different products and different packaging mm -hmm. and try and kind of integrate them into the act right. and replace old classic props That's with, so cool. you know, with these new cool packaging ideas. But yeah. it's something new all the time. You know, yeah, this, this one pre-roll package is going to be totally different than this pre-roll package. Mm -hmm. And how do I sit there and kind of try and figure out? what to do with them and where it can be magical and yeah. how to relate it. You know? Yeah, that's that's so cool. And so how did you start in magic? So uh, when I was much younger, I loved magic. I of mean, course. I was just a big magic nerd. My dad used to take me to shows. I would cool. go out to Vegas to see Lance Burton and turn on all the wow. magic specials. And I got some magic books and really had no idea what I was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, as a, as a child, I wanted easy answers and I would open these books and there would be all sorts. It's like in Ikea manuals. Okay. So I didn't really get it. And then when I was about 19 years old, I got into a car accident. I was working luxury retail, selling mm -hmm. shirts and ties. Oh, wow. And uh, got into a car accident, had a month off of work, pulled out my old magic book and mm -hmm. had the time to actually kind of analyze it and start playing with it. Right. And once I I got bit by that bug, I, I couldn't really stop myself. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, ever since that time, I kind of directed my 
life towards it being magical. Yeah. So what was the first magic trick you ever did? The first magic, it was probably just a classic vanishing of a coin. Okay. Something along those lines. Yeah. But the first thing that really made me feel like I had, like I knew something. I was about, yeah, yeah. Um, There was a kid in middle school, I think, who did this coin floating trick oh, that sounds and sick told me yeah he told me if you want to learn it you got to pay me 20 bucks and at the time i was so like, had no money <laughs> i had nothing and i remember going to a restaurant called nibblers that was over on wilshire boulevard mm-hmm. and they had a magician once a week and i mentioned to this magician oh, i really want to learn this trick do you know this trick and yeah nah, nah, i don't have any money i'm just a kid and he took me aside and he taught me how to do it and he told me about how i need to practice yeah. I can't tell so and at that point i practiced as hard as I could until I could get that one trick down right and once I did it, there was this feeling of accomplishment and yeah you know. and you held on to so, that yeah that's really that cool kind of the first thing that that led to that extra spark yeah and you were you like know. there's something here definitely so cool so when did you start integrating in weed I I mean as soon as I I felt like I I could mm-hmm. I guess um I, it was probably, it was about 2009. <laughs> I had uh, I had opened up a shop for somebody. There was a shop called um, the Herbal Center on Robertson and Olympic. Okay. And there was some guy that had a ridiculous amount of money, and he was an alcoholic, and he, I guess, knew my father through some networking group. Mm-hmm. And he said, I want to open up a cannabis dispensary. I got some sort of license. Yeah. You apparently know stuff about weed, so help me. So I kind of did everything I could to get that thing opened. And then two weeks after it was open, I left because couldn't deal with the mean, abusive alcoholic anymore. Oh. But it, at oh, that yeah, time, no yeah. <laughs> at that time, I was trying to kind of surround myself with magic. And mm-hmm. he was p- saying, I, I got this job for you. Let's make this happen. And I thought, oh, what if I could incorporate my magic into the dispensary and maybe yeah. have some cool magic tricks behind the counter and right. provide an experience along with uh, with their shopping experience. With, right. And, uh, and so that's kind of when it first went through Started my mind. There were a few props that were bought, but I was there so short after we actually opened the doors right. that... It never really came to fruition, but that was when I started going like, okay, let's see how I could play around with this a little mm-hmm. bit. Oh, that uh, is, that's quite the journey. Yeah. Um, and then I started working with Nug, mm-hmm. doing, uh, doing product reviews for them. And when they hired me doing that, they were all about like, let's, let's you do magic. Let's yeah. incorporate some magic into yeah. this. So there was a little bit of that and mm-hmm. it kind of just all came together that way yeah and i love the idea of doing weed and magic stuff absolutely no and and so you mentioned the stigma around you know people who work in cannabis and i'm curious is it hard to book things outside of weed as a magician i i mean it's it's hard to book things period Mm -hmm. as a magician yeah um there are definitely people that will no longer refer me these gigs because they're afraid I'm going to show up smelling like weed or doing something and representing them poorly. Right. Um, At this point, I've kind of focused the majority of my efforts into the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, I don't know if you know uh, Wayne Tay, THC Members Only Club. He's behind a lot of the, I mean, he does a bunch of stuff behind the scenes at Secret Sesh. Of course, of course, yeah. He's always running around. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Pretty much, he's doing Kush stock. He's doing- uh, Would you like some, by the way? I'm okay right now. I'll start rolling something up. 
Um, no pressure. <laughs> no, 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 that's okay. Um, I actually have some weed in the hat. Well, the hat actually has a little pocket. If you go into the pocket, it's got a little note in there. And that, check it out. Check the green lighter. It's the green lighter over here. And uh, that's where the my weed is. What? <laughs> in the green lighter. That's so dope. I always know to check the hat to yeah. tell me where it is. That. <laughs> and then I can use that as my crutch. That now. is awesome. And then you have your crutch. That's super dope. So so Wayne Tay. Yeah. Uh, after I'd worked with him doing secret sesh, he called me up saying that he had a. Uh, he was putting together an event for a police department's canine unit and they're having a gala and they want a magician. And I thought, well, I'll take this gig. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was just so bizarre that it was coming from right. the weed event director. Right. That, but, uh, you know, I'll take whatever gig you're sending me. For I sure. Just, you know, I'd just much rather be able to enjoy cannabis and enjoy the cannabis community <laughs> during that gig, you know? No way, dude. Okay, tell me more. <laughs> I, have I mean, that's pretty much all that there, there was. How did know? it go? It went well. I think it went well. Did you feel, uh, like, how did like you it. feel? I feel like I would be so stressed. I was definitely very <laughs> nervous. It was it was really bizarre just to have it on this other side where they were all relaxed. Yeah. And they were looking at me like I was a, providing a service for them. Oh, my God. To, it was very, it was, like, very Twilight zone -y for me because. Uh-huh. I've always been on the like, uh, are they going to find that I'm doing something wrong? Right. Even if I feel like I'm doing nothing that's wrong. Did you bring weed with um, you? I had weed in my car. Yeah. And I figured if they were hiring Wayne to do the thing, you know, I, I don't know. I was, I think I was more relaxed about it than I should have been. Uh-huh. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely didn't like toke up in the car right before I walked in. Well, I was about sure to say, I was, was, like, was the canine unit on the scene? No, they, they weren't. They weren't. It was it was like a gala trying to raise money for them, and of they course. had a whole like uh, you know montage mm -hmm. of these different dogs that were retiring. Yeah, it was nice, but it was also you know I know the the evils mm -hmm. that have uh, have the canine unit has been involved in. You know, yeah, so. yeah. No, that is that is quite the um, gap there. I don't know the dissonance would have. Yeah. But I then would, some would say, you know, stressed. you work for cops, so you don't deserve a place in the cannabis industry. And there are people that, that has will say been that. very that has been a really contentious topic lately, yeah. for sure. And I mean, I I'm like a lot of people are definitely very confused when it comes to that. There are certain companies that um, you know, are owned and operated by people who have previously worked in law enforcement, and there's been largely uh, disagreements on sure. whether or not to support them just for yeah. people who are, are not like in the industry and like are aware of stuff like that. Like those are the things that happen behind the scenes. Sure. I mean, I just, I really don't, I, I want to know that these people respect cannabis at this point. I believe that people can change. Yeah. It's just um, not something that I personally agree with and you know to each their own i think that everyone should be informed and you can I make agree. an informed decision if you want to keep shopping whatever go for it like you vote with your wallet just know that is that weed is two different it can be two different things 
It can be recreational and it can be medical. Mm -hmm. My personal belief is that anything you put into your body, into your lungs should be of like a certain, it should have a certain level of scrutiny to it. And that goes for any like food, even alcohol, drinks, whatever. Um, There should be a certain level of scrutiny. And so when you have people who produce products that do not live up to that level of scrutiny and give it to people in a medical market, that isn't right to me. I agree. I think people also need to be cautious of using the word premium. All of of the terminology, craft, like all this stuff, like it's been so bastardized. Yeah, you don't know what actually means that this is good and what's bad. And then mm-hmm. the education isn't out there. And Indica, then these companies. Sativa. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, is it pretty? Oh, this must be great. Mm-hmm. You know, does it uh, does it smell good? Does it even matter if it smells good to you? True. There's so it's such a, a huge consumer base that's just like it's all the same. It gets me high. It gets me high. It, Ex- I'm going to cough anyway. So it's always tasted weird. There's going to be people who go to the mcdonald's or walmart or whatever and i like i go and do that sometimes too but i mostly am looking for things that aren't even like designer sure of that level it's just just worthwhile it's just a good product it's just worth your money it's like something that you know you're going to feel good because the thing is i want to feel good when i smoke weed i I want to be like giggly though you know i think those good time i think those mcdonald's customers know that it's crap food though you know whereas there's so many cannabis customers that don't know it's crap cannabis that's true and they're just going ten dollars is going to get me an eighth it's going to get me high for a month yeah and uh that's really all that matters Mm -hmm. but then it's like okay but there could be mold in there sure (laughs) and i'm and so these are the other sides of things where it's like that's not just gonna like you know Whatever McDonald's does to you, I really don't want. I feel bad now for someone's going to be like, I "I eat McDonald's all the time. I'm sorry. I'm guilty of McDonald's, but you know, I'm aware that it's not the best choice for me when I'm going to eat it. Yeah, I think that people having knowledge around the products that they put into their body is important and it should be accessible. And I mean, I've seen you speak up too, and I know you use weed as well for like you know health things. For for sure, I've, um, I've got Crohn's disease. I mean, that's when I kind of. I don't know if you felt comfortable. I, oh, sharing, I'm, but... I'm I'm comfortable talking about it. Um, I figure it's a fact. That, there's stuff that I'm too comfortable talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure. I had a friend that was like, "If you're going on a podcast, don't talk about this. <laughs> you know that this is not something that you should bring up ever to anyone." That's so amazing. Uh, I need to know all those but, things. Yeah, now. Go, of course. Wait, okay, of course. But, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, those are the best things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, when I I. I I loved cannabis since I was probably 15 years old. I, once I started, you know, mm. once it hits your lips kind of thing, yeah. I, I slowly started to fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. But when I developed the stomach issues, the Crohn's disease is where I kind of found this respect for it and yeah. and the medicinal properties that it has and how it was actually helping me mm-hmm. and how I can use it consciously to help me. Yeah. I'm kind of holding on to that. No, you're good. Um, it's its own microphone. But <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I, I'm a strong, I honestly believe that all cannabis use is medicinal. Mm-hmm. I look at it more like vitamins than yeah. anything else. You know, you could look at it like that coffee in the beginning of the day, but the coffee is, 
just something to uh, help keep you moving. Mm -hmm. Whereas the cannabis, I think, is actually doing its job. Mm -hmm. And the people that feel like it's not for them, I think they're probably just not finding the right thing for them. Absolutely. Granted, how can you blame them for not wanting to do that deep dive into trying to figure out what the right thing is for it's them? It's a lot of experimenting. What is it? You've, I mean, I'm sure you've experimented so much. I mean, that's so just much. basically yeah. all of that. The thing that I found that's been kind of my, my go-to when I'm Yeah, what's in your bag? Like the raw RA capsules. I think I have like one more in here. These? Hmm. Um, they're whole flower decarboxylated capsules. Huh. So it's an edible that's not distillate. I can pop it open. I could sprinkle it on yeah. food. I can take it with a glass of water. They're strain specific. So I can kind of play around with different strains. That's so and interesting. I was kind of playing around with taking them daily and seeing yeah. what that was doing. And, mm -hmm. But yeah, I came across them at a secret sesh and I had one of their whatever edible that they were dumping it on top of yeah and i went home oh, wow. i had i had in and out and i knew within and out mm -hmm. i was not expecting a nice morning and uh, <laughs> and i was surprisingly like totally healthy mm -hmm. and i called up my brother and i'm like are you abnormally healthy as well yeah because he also had some of this the the raw capsule he was like oh yeah i was surprised with the in and out you know <laughs> so I, I went back and made sure I got some jars the last time I was there. And I've been kind of playing around with seeing if I can. I, I don't know. It's it, because there I can't go to my doctor and have them go, you know what? This is the perfect dose of this for you to do this. And this yeah. is the right strain for you. Yeah. I know there are people in the field that are working on that, mm -hmm. but it's not so easily accessible. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. I, I've never heard of um because it looked like just loose flour in the capsule. Yeah, it's pretty much all it's just ground up, decarboxylated and put in the capsule. Wow. And they have them in different uh you know strengths. Yeah. Whatever. Have you had RSO before? I have not played with RSO. I used to play around with concentrates in the syringe. Yeah. And uh, you know, RSO it's it's probably totally worth a try. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know? well, that's why I was curious because I've never heard of it in like a capsule as like the like the leaf itself. Like for sure. audio listeners, I always forget yeah, to. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, so it's literally instead of like uh, a liquid or anything, it's literally the flower, like ground yeah. up in a uh, capsule, like a, a yeah. Pill. That's been like activated mm -hmm. using whatever temperature it's supposed to be activated at. Yeah. Happy plants, happy people. Uh, oh, happy and if people, you happy plants. If you believe in spirits. Absolutely. And the idea that every living thing has a spirit, mm -hmm. you can consider those cannabis plants have a spirit. Mm -hmm. So so this ash here is theoretically the body of that that cannabis plant. Yeah. Just the or follow along with me. I'm following. I'm here. <laughs> it's a little far fetched and silly. Yeah, let's do it. But we can maybe get a little. Is this uh, one of the things? A your, message. Your friend was like. No, this is one. Of the, <laughs> okay, no, okay. Uh, we're we're gonna try and get a message mm -hmm. from the the cannabis plants that we have smoked and lost. Okay. Right. Uh, we've got some ash. I've got yeah. Here we got plenty of ash. Yeah, we've got plenty. Yeah, let's see. No shortage. I'm gonna sprinkle a little. Do we have it? Oh, here we go. I don't know if this is showing up at all. It says something there. Can you read that? What? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Right. I, I'll rub some ash into the other arm. We'll get the other one. 
Okay, we got something that we got. Thanks for wait, 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 wait. Toking. Okay, okay. Thanks for toking. So no he... problem, spirits of cannabis. Anytime. He just rubbed ash on his arms and words appeared. It says thanks for toking on both arms. Well, ash tattoos. Dude. That just blew my mind. Good. <laughs> thanks, spirits. That yeah. was sick. All right. Um what? So what else? Let's that was let's crazy. Talk. I love that. Um what else is in your bag? What else is in my bag? I've yeah. got so I just started, I know I've, I've loved cannabis for a long time, and mm-hmm. I've seen the evolution of the concentrates, and for I sure. remember, uh, oh, here we go. I love the Thank stickers. Thank you to Luna Stower. Let's send her some flowers, She's by the way. She's so wonderful. She's amazing. Wow. And a wonderful advocate for cannabis. We, yes. Um, um, I haven't seen her. I well, I see her like in passing at events and things. But... I, she's a, everywhere all the time. I was just she's watching her. She was in like four human. different states and different. Yeah, yeah she has amazing energy. I agree. She reminds me of somebody that like I grew up with. She has sunshine energy. Yeah, that's good. That, that's a good way of explaining it. But yeah, yeah. she. So I got the I spy a rig, and I've always hated the idea of having to carry around the blowtorch mm-hmm. and. Having the piece of glass that's really expensive that I'm bound to knock over or my friend is bound to knock over. And no. I have anxiety about all that stuff. And I still have anxiety about this. But And the, the idea of traveling with it was such a hassle. And so I just started playing around with this now yeah. that this kind of thing is accessible. So I got this and it gave me an opportunity to put my stickers everywhere. And not do no, it all over my so furniture. Sick. Like as an adult, I feel like I can't cover my furniture in stickers yeah. again because I did that uh, in my teenage years. I like celebrating but, the inner child, though. Yeah, I, I do too. But it's like this, I can do that. This, I had a lot of fun. I'm mm-hmm. like, let's get out the pile. Let's play with yeah. that. You know? Okay, so I got that in my bag. I have my Death Logics bag over here. We've got the. Uh, That's pretty dope. Zigzag sent me a flour mill. If you've ever yeah, seen the wait, flour so mill, I know you wanted to I check this out. I did want to check that out. I'm really excited about this. So it's a toothless grinder. What does that mean? It just means it doesn't have the teeth. Like, you know, this grinder has its teeth. Yeah. And this, yes, they, they've got the little bars sticking right, out. Right, and right. this, instead of that, it's it just has kind of a screen inside. Here, check yeah, it out. Yeah, but it's like a... Okay, so the top part... The top, I think, is just meant to, like, kind of carry your just herb across, it, right. across the... Throw a nug in there. Yeah. This. Okay, I want it for this one. I'm going to use the a Golden State. Do you like Do you like them? I, I, I don't know if I've tried them or if I have. It was Here, a long, long time ago. you can check it out. Ago. I think it smells pretty good. So that's their lava flower. Sounds like it's got, like, a little jack in it or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure out. what it's It's a beautiful with, nug. But... It's a big ol'... Yeah. Nice nug. No, right? It's it's kind of pretty. And so um I really like a Golden State. They use mountain, I don't know if I'm going to say this right. They use mountain runoff water from Mount Shasta. Okay. With all their plants. Okay. And I met some of their team and they seemed pretty happy, so I was like, "All right, I dig it." And you like the herb? Uh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> and also their <laughs> good, weed is good fire. team. They're nice. The weed's fire. good. All right. <laughs> It's yeah. It's, I hate when really really nice people have really really, really crappy weed. 
I don't really want to say anything. That's is there like a certain pressure you want to use? I, it's or? it says a uh, you know even pressure across. You know you know. Okay. I I push down a little bit because I found that makes it go by faster. It's hashed up a little bit on the sides, but you just go back and forth, and it, you'll eventually feel and hear the change. Okay. Uh, it's it's interesting. Is it getting there? Some ASMR. The grinder. It took me maybe one or two like grinds to like. There. Yeah, it's okay. You can get it. Give it like more pressure down if you want to. No, I got some stuff. Not yeah, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So the idea it's supposed to pull apart the weed instead of pulverizing it hmm. to kind of like maintain the trichomes. Yeah. And, you know. To Do me, you find yeah the grind on the basic one I think is better for like a blunts. Really, I, I have That's to like run it through maybe a couple of times to get it the right consistency for a joint. Huh. But they do have different attachments. Okay, you'll Tell definitely. Me more. No, you here. Let me grab that. For, yeah, let me see if I, I can. do see what you mean though. I I do think it like kind of keeps a bit it a bit more intact. So you'll listen to the difference, but it. Now it's. Oh yeah, it's okay. Gone. It looks now like it's, it's just little... riding on yeah. it. It's got this weird. Ah, uh, I see. Because it is like a ridge more. Yeah, it's just kind of carrying it there. So you mm. got to put. I th- it reminds me of those, you know, card grinder thingies True. that you're just rubbing it across, and it's helping you rub across. But yeah. oh yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, so that was much. That would have um, taken me forever. I see what you. <laughs> I see what you mean. It's it's like heavy, but it needs your extra push. It's mm-hmm. got a little. I need to clean it. Um, but, I mean, it uh, looks good. Yeah, try it out. Do you want to roll up something, or I'll roll up something, or here I'll pack a. I really like it. Um, I just they send these attachments for different gauges, hmm. so you can have a finer grind or a larger grind. And I think I want to get the finer grind attachment. Okay, I hear you. Interesting. Yeah. All right, any other cool goodies in your bag? Um, I got some playing cards. I got my BioCamp. What's that? Uh, these are, they do custom filter tips. And they had sent me a little uh, sampler pack of the different sizes. This is a size 12. Oh, that's cool. Oh, it has like a little here. X in and it. you've got the 12 on the other side. Oh, so dope. They do like custom logos that you can. Ah, okay. So what I would think you. Fidel's has, you know, the Yeah, F yeah. Can... So like th- they Col- do I think this. Holy Water has one of those too. There you go. Um, Oh, Biochem's been doing a bunch of that. So I just keep all the goodies. I, and I got my little Kinder Joy egg fox. What's that? <laughs> you know, the, the little Quint Kinder Bueno uh, or whatever. They're uh, the, the little, chocolates? The little chocolate yeah, eggs yeah, yeah. that has the toy on the one side. I don't know if I knew that there was a toy in there. There's definitely a toy. Okay, and if you I like Ferrero Rocher chocolate stuff. It's kind of, okay. It, the the little yeah whatever the candy is is like that but they've got all these different random t- sometimes they suck but yeah. this is the first one that i got and i'm like oh this is kind of cool i don't know for whatever reason the fox felt like he's gonna stay in my rolling bag i dig it i like it he's like your little smoking buddy yeah. so i got that i got uh some playing cards in here i've got i got the glob mops Critical. I got a dab mat that doubles oh my as God, that's a card huge. rolling. Well, that's the thing. They were like mouse pad. Oh my God. But I looked at it and was like, this <laughs> is perfect for doing card tricks on. 
So it works as a dab mat. It I works looked as a up, That is like larger than a sheet of paper. I mean, that's really convenient and it just rolls up. It just rolls up. That was massive. I was not prepared for um, that. But yeah, I don't know. Random stuff in the bag. Okay. Dig it. I can do a card trick for you if you want. Let's Ooh, see. Let's get okay. a deck of cards. Yeah, so what um what do you have coming up next for you? Right now I got some stuff in the works for the end of October, but if Ooh. you keep track of what's going on, what I post in my stories on Instagram. Okay. I'm always talking about the next event that I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, trying to since I've decided that I wanted to do cannabis and magic and that work the cannabis events industry, I've been trying to study it and figure out how it works and where people find value and and how to reframe it in the right way so people other people understand how a magician can add value to either their event or their activation Mm -hmm. um, or how you can theoretically hire a magician to do your activation for you you don't even have to hire your staff or anything like that um but yeah so trying to figure that out and uh so i i go to a lot of these events so if you're ever looking for what cannabis events are coming up next i'm always posting about yeah it. you always i like the ones um i like the ones that you've posted sure and you i always have really good uh stuff coming up i try to i try to give kind of like the the coverage of the event afterwards mm-hmm. um but yeah, at the end of the month, we've got SoCal Cannabar coming up next week. We, uh, Secret Sesh is at the end of the month. The iPoppy. Uh, oh, what's you know, that? That's Samsky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> so uh, so it's a concentrate company. Mm-hmm. They they uh, do rosin. I have some, some rosin here Ooh. of theirs. Yeah, how do you like it? I'm really enjoying it. You know, <laughs> granted though, like my experience with concentrates is uh, is lacking. What do you prefer, concentrates or flour? Flour. It's I always going to be rolling a joint, and yeah. smoking it that way. Um, I I stopped smoking out of glass a long time ago. I mean, occasionally I'll take a bong rip. Why is that? If you don't mind me asking. I don't know. There's something about the the. T- I mean, if there's nothing else to smoke out of, I'll definitely smoke mm-hmm. out of the glass. But. Uh, <laughs> There was just the maintenance of having to clean the glass yeah, it is and there was the anxiety that I had of it like breaking, breaking and I want nice glass, but if I'm going to break it, then why get nice glass? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I got nice glass, I'd want to put it under glass and not touch it. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I also like that just tactile feel of rolling a joint and analyzing the buds you just uh, ground up mm-hmm. and kind of like that ritual of the yeah, joint rolling. It's um, absolutely a ritual. And then you've got your different tools of the trade. It's like it's like tinkering with magic tricks, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, but yeah, if you want to check out the eye poppy. Yeah, weed there. is absolutely magical in and of itself. That, that's what I figured. There's so many people that don't get it, and I'm like, listen, weed is magic. <laughs> it, it just is. Yeah. Uh, we all know it. If mm-hmm. you have a relationship with cannabis, you know that it it's magical. Oh, it smells good. It looks good too. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been storing it properly. I know you got to keep it in a fridge, and it, that, but I, that, see, all of that extra is is tough for me. It, it, yeah, there is a lot of 
There's a lot of maintenance. Like I went to um, PuffCon on Saturday. How was that? I don't have a I don't have a PuffCo. It was fun. Otherwise, I would have gone. Yeah, I mean, I um, it was fun. I thought it was actually a pretty well done event, minus like a few you know things here and there yeah. but like i really loved the vendor i got this shirt there i know i was seeing that you i love that it's so cool like the the vendors were really cool artists and um i don't know sometimes the vendors can be a little generic at things i'm not mm-hmm, gonna lie mm-hmm. and sorry i wanted to pass it along no, no worries um, but yeah, so I thought the vendors were really cool. I thought the options there were really cool. Um, the music was good. It was a good setup for the most part, like easy okay. flow. There were some things that were like, at least to me, a stoned person were like hidden. I'm sure uh, no, to a not stoned person. There are person. so many events that I go to and I get home and I look at other people's coverage of it. And I'm like, where was that? Oh my God. How was that? How did I miss like, that? I wandered there. around I that even, place for four yes, hours. <laughs> yes. No, That here's the thing. I have worked in weed for so long. High people are so powerful and like productive and can do anything for sure. I work in smoke. But at a certain point, you get too high. You get extremely high. And you definitely need like an easy flow and space to navigate. Places to sit. Water stations. Water. Critical. I agree. Critical. What are some of your, like if you could have the perfect weed event, what would that be like for you? I definitely think that there should be maps. If you're going to have a big event with mm-hmm. a bunch of different pl- things going on in different places, to have just some sort of map they I can have, have at map, the beginning. To be fair. Was it? Were you able to read it properly, or was it just vague? Because um, <laughs> a lot of maps that I come across are very vague. It had s- some stuff on it. I don't know if there was ever a more detailed map released. It was like. I mean, the fact that there was a map is great. It was like 60% of the way there of the one that I saw. Sure. But there could have been like... Hey, you're just talking about the dream event, though, you know? <laughs> we're <laughs> yeah, talking no, about exa- the dream event. Exactly. No, for For any sure. event to have a map of like what we're about to see and what's going on and the different vendors that are there, fantastic. There was a I lineup it. and it was pretty on schedule. Awesome. I was yeah. genuinely yeah. shocked. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. Dope. Good work, everyone. Because that is hard. It's it's hard to have. Okay, so I'm going to say this. I really don't mean to sound any type of way. I feel like some people might be like, okay. It's really hard to have an event with weed in general. Oh, yeah. For um, sure. I mean, and I'm still curious about the, the legalities behind things. I know that they have to partner with a dispensary partner that's uh-huh. there that's handling the transactions yeah. and I'm things still are different than what I would think it is when at mm-hmm. the events themselves. So I'm still kind of confused. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's hard. And then you have all these different vendors that mm-hmm. show up at different times. Yeah. They're always running late. Oh my or, God, I, yeah. A lot of them are, I said, lot, but, you I know, there are a lot of people that are on point. Uh, you know, I, don't get me wrong. You know, they're late. A lot of their, like, there's a lot of, um, turnover at different weed companies. And so they, you know, a lot of people, just could use maybe more like training sure. at the booth. I mean, at these booths, the, the, I think the the vendor booths are an awesome opportunity to get at the heart of the cannabis community. 
Oh my God, absolutely. All, all of these people that are going to the events, no love, matter they if they're weed. in the industry or not, yeah. they are weed lovers. And they're the person that their cousin calls when they're in town to say, yes. well, what should I buy? Where yes, should I go? Exactly. They're the person that, you know, mm-hmm. that everybody knows is the big stoner and loves weed. Totally. No, um, I, I mean, it's so hard to do things like online. Like you, I mean, people do do it and make it work, but like it takes a lot. To do that. Sure. And ke- and maintain it. And so like in person, especially with something like weed, when it's so tactile, it's something you smell, it's something you look at, like you want to know who, or at least some people want to know like who's behind that. Like that's why they go there. I think sure. that that experience and fostering something that's like very, you know, community oriented and like um, not entirely transactional. Sure. Yeah, just something where you can experience who that brand is, where they're coming from, what mm-hmm. their product is, how do they differentiate themselves from everybody yeah. else? Because mm-hmm. at this, there was a time that there were only a few different brands in totally. in the legal shops. In the very beginning, it was hard to have a selection. Absolutely. Um, but but now there are so many choices. So when I go to one of these events, why is your cannabis different from your cannabis and your can cuz mm. a lot of you guys are growing the same strains and offering yeah. the same things and mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. What and, do you look for when you're looking for like great weed to you? I mean, great weed to me smokes cleanly. It's, you know, not a harsh hit. Mm-hmm. Um it tastes good. It smells good when you're looking. And I mean, granted, that's not necessarily part of the smoking itself. Of course. But just when I'm looking for good bud, I want it to be able to see the bud structure. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be too tight and sound like rocks in the jars. Yeah. Unless I know that that's a genetic trait. But still, that's a hassle to deal with. <laughs> um and I generally like when it burns a white ash. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of uh, controversy over white ash, and if that's is important. that real? Yeah, I could. Um, that that ash is like seems to be burning pretty white. It's like fairly, yeah, I would say so. Um, when I was working with Nug, they had me and Ian Randall. Do you know Ian Randall? Mm-mm. Great guy. Okay. Really knowledgeable, um, especially about concentrates, and uh, and they wanted us to come up with a rating system for they they called us up and they said hey can can you guys write uh two reviews a day for the next two months possibly mm-hmm. and i'm thinking like you want me to take two edibles in the same day and yeah. then review those properly and yeah. tell you one's good but either way so what when i'm looking for cannabis we kind of came to the conclusion that we were going on the white ash uh rating mm-hmm. what was the consistency was it too uh, too moist? Was it too dry? Interesting. Um, what was the consistency of the brand? How often they came through? Um, if you bought it one time, was it the same as the next time you bought it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I'm I'm also just curious. There may be pot that I love, and I I see these brands at an event, and I just want to know how it was grown. Are you using For sure. soil? Are you using hydroponics? Mm-hmm. Are you using uh, like cocoa coir or however yeah. you pronounce yeah. that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is being the... grown outdoors? Is it? I mean, uh-huh. at this point, you can kind of see with your – I'm sure you can look at outdoor yeah. and indoor yeah, and see I'm the difference. Yeah, I'm definitely learning – still to differentiate but i can look at and i'm like and then once you have greenhouse it makes it a little tougher yeah. and then depending on how it was manicured mm-hmm. um so i tried um josh wax 
Okay. And have you had it before? I don't think so. It's living soil. Okay. And it's really good. I was very impressed. But you can tell it's different. I think that I don't know if they're using living soil outdoor or indoor there because now I people are using it's it indoor. indoor. Yeah, that's a new thing yeah. because you can't maximize your growth with the the living soil. Hydroponic will theoretically give you a lot more, mm-hmm. I believe. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I may be. Yeah, but, I don't. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> but it, like, you can get a lot more in there, and you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but you get this higher quality. Yeah, uh, when you're using living soil, you're quality. getting a higher terpene content. A lot of people say outdoor sucks totally. Mm-hmm. And I think bad outdoor is really shitty. Yeah. And I think the best outdoor is usually better than the best indoor. Interesting. I think that if you do outdoor well. That's the best. It's going to express the best terpene profile. And it's going to be that. I mean, it's like nature. It's what it, it's got its power from the sun. And mm-hmm. it's like was grown using the way the soil is supposed to operate. Right. And it's like, what is there for it? We found a way to hack it when we needed to hide indoors. Yeah. And then found like, this is actually pretty good and we could do yeah. some stuff with it. And don't get me wrong. I love me some good indoor cannabis. Um, and I hate bad outdoor. But. Uh, Absolutely. That's actually a really interesting thought of weed only had to be grown inside because it had to be hidden. Yeah, I mean that's how we had why we figured it out, I guess. I think. <laughs> I I feel like that makes sense. Wouldn't yeah. you no- normally grow it outside? I mean you would normally grow it outside in your backyard. Yeah. Love with your tomatoes. Like a to- or I was whatever. about to say like a tomato. You would you- learn what it needs and what it doesn't need and how to feed it. That is so I mean it's obvious, but like saying it like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it so should theoretically, you should have grown up with it in your grandma's garden, you mm-hmm. know? I definitely didn't. My no, gra- definitely not. <laughs> my grandma would, de- you know, definitely not understand, I don't think, the cannabis thing. Mm-hmm. My grandma uses CBD, but for the most part, it's, uh, we, we would have never, but like never growing up would that have been in the garden. Sure. <laughs> for sure, no. I mean, I think when I started using cannabis, I immediately wanted to be loud and proud about it. Yeah. I think it was probably after the first time I got caught mm-hmm. using weed. And mm-hmm. then I was like, now that you That's know, this you. is what I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the shirts from Venice Beach. Yeah. And I'm going to grow my hair out long and I'm going to listen to Grateful Dead. Mm-hmm. And this is what we do now. This is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> you this know? is now me. This is my entire personality. Um, and then when I realized that I needed to get a job and be taken seriously, mm-hmm. I kind of toned that down. Yeah. And... And then eventually went, fuck this. I want to work in the cannabis industry and be loud and proud and tell everybody and not have to hide this. But also now you post it on the internet to everyone. Oh, yeah. So that's like the loudest and proudest you could possibly be. And you have figured out how to Uh, still get stuff. Like, you get stuff on TikTok. So Okay, so TikTok, that it's been very recent that I was playing with that. I took a good couple of years off of TikTok. I was on it consistently for a while. Yeah, you were like, Um, you were on it. Right. I mean, even before it was so there was the the pandemic had started. Yeah, it was a little bit into that. And there was somebody that had some connection to some opportunity to create content for TikTok. Mm -hmm. And so I got this uh, TikTok partnership thing because they wanted educational content Uh on the app. So I started off with like, okay, you have these crazy. I can't 
give cannabis education. No. I have to find a way around this, especially because I have this connection with them. Yeah. And I started making magic education stuff. Mm -hmm. And I started playing around with that. Occasionally in my videos, I'd bring out a deck of cards that have a pot leaf on it. Mm -hmm. Or I'd play. And it just got exhausting trying to hide that. Because like this is not what I, I mean, I, I love magic. And yeah. I love magic education. Yeah. But I also love cannabis. And this is a place where I want to be authentic. Of course. And if I can't be authentic, then do I want it? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm good on that. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, and so I kind of took a little break from TikTok for a little while. And mm -hmm. then I came back trying a little bit. I, on the uh, the opening party for the studio lounge, the artist tree, mm -hmm. I caught a moment that there was nothing going on. Nobody was smoking. I was able to do a panoramic shot. And, you know, I didn't say cannabis on it. I just said I did something like a broccoli emoji or something yeah. along those lines. And it started popping off. And as soon as it hit something like 12K, they took it down. And, and so I appealed it, of course. Yeah. And then I, you know, because I do have certain email addresses, I emailed the tech support people first and nobody got back to me. And then I wrote an email to Mike. And, yeah. and eventually they came back saying like, oh, we've reviewed it and it's fine. And really? they put that one back up. Wow. And, but it was after, you know, the, all the views were dead yeah, at, that, at point. that point. it's not going to do anything. It, and I think at this point, the music that was used was taken down. Yeah, that always <laughs> happens now, too. So that was kind of dead. And then I was starting to think, like, it would be a good challenge and valuable to people to right. for me to learn how to kind of get work my way around mm -hmm. the the terms and conditions. Yeah. Um, it's a challenge. So yeah, so um, that video that you saw of me making the joint appear with the fire, I had to put in a disclaimer throughout the entire video. I made sure yeah. to say something like, "This is just you know chopped spinach rolled yeah. up in a this rice paper magic. with a noodle. Yeah. There's no reason that anybody should have a problem with this. It's yeah. the perfect bite." You know, so something along those lines. Yeah, I love that. So it's that. like, ha, how do you do? But then again, I posted something of the last iPoppy event. Mm -hmm. I, I, that's on my Instagram profile. Instagram's fine with it, apparently. Yeah. TikTok, I made sure to block out any imagery that Instagram was fine with, uh -huh. theoretically. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. And I posted it on TikTok and that got taken down immediately. That's and then the appeal crazy. came back to me five minutes later saying, no, it's like, there's nothing going on here. I yeah. blocked out what you're seeing. It's just, so I, I'm trying to figure it out. There's some stuff, that's still in the works. But mm -hmm. the majority of my TikTok stuff, um, my life on TikTok has been not cannabis centric. Yeah, and I, it's challenging. And my Instagram took a back door because I was working on that other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like, well, this is what I want to be doing. So yeah. If, if it's not going to work here, do I want it? Yeah. You know? So I, it's all still a puzzle that I'm trying to put together. Mm -hmm. Oh, know? I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, me and too. <laughs> I feel I like that really grabs my attention. And I think, you know, it is kind of this compromise and it sucks. But if we can like compromise, at least for a little bit, 
I mean, I do believe that we are, at least me, I'm my, my most creative when I have a box that I need to work within. There's yeah, that whole, like, totally. think outside of the box. You have anything that you can do. Yeah. But, like, once you've given me rules and like there's the constraints. tools that I have to work with, mm-hmm. now I can really start going, like, hmm, how yeah. do I, this is, yeah. how can I work this this way? And, mm-hmm. and it is a fun exercise, but it's also really frustrating. Oh, my God. It's so fucking frustrating. <laughs> I spend... So like my TikTok is down. It's like totally deleted. So you send us flowers back up though. I do have that one, but it's just like I've been really fi- trying to figure out what to post on it, and like no. n- it makes sense. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> there's still like I want to be a story. Like I love working on being a storyteller, and yeah. it's very hard to like tell a story when you can't tell the story. You've got to bleep everything. I was thinking it'd be cool to start making some content that was blatantly just bleeped out everywhere. Yeah, that would be really funny. And just just kind of like, yeah, here's Mm -hmm. an example of how ridiculous this is. For sure. Oh, that would be hysterical. Totally do It's just uh, trying to find, but then I also, I have a relationship with TikTok. Do I really want to like spoil my relationship? And that's that's the thing. It's like, I'm loud. They know that this is what I want to do. But how far do I want to push it? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. that's You're going to have to figure out how to balance uh, that. Who knows? I'm curious to see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll bring you yeah. back for a part two. We'll catch Sweet. up and see how that goes. All awesome. right. Um, where So where on TikTok and all these places can they find you? TikTok, you can find me at Matthew Noah. Mm-hmm. Um, on Instagram, you can find me at The Cannabis Conjurer. C-O-N-J-U-R-O-R. Yeah, I think. <laughs> T-A- Don't ask whatever. me. Yeah. The cannabis, put image here or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah it'll, it'll go. <laughs> I'm also Matthew Noah as well on, on the Instagram, and that'll link you there. But you have to write in the whole thing to give For, you the, because yeah. Instagram does that with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they like to do that. All right, cool. Anything else you want to share with the good people before we dip out? I love you all. Well. You heard that here first. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for coming on Send Us Flowers. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm sending you all flowers and subscribe, uh, Spotify, YouTube, Apple, all the places in which you can going get everywhere. all the places. So go follow, like, subscribe, comment, share. Even on TikTok. Even on TikTok. If for you, now. If you can. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll see you next week. Peace.